0: been working from home. You've been self-isolating. I've been self-isolating as an asthmatic person. I felt like it would be best and um, actually it's been okay. I, I don't usually like working from home. I don't like working from home either very much.
1: So there's a few things I don't like about working from home. I don't like not having people around like even though we do a job that's not collaborative. I just like having other people around me. I like having people to chat to and, you know, just kind of bounce ideas off of or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Going into the kitchen to make a coffee and having someone to say hi to. But a
0: lot of people are not working from home. They're just going home and having a lot of extra, extra time, extra hours in their day in the house. And I am envious of those people (laughs) 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 because it's never like I never think of as many things as I want to do when I'm as when I'm working at home. If you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of temptation there.
0: Hobbies and projects I could just like crack on with because like my friend once described me as being made entirely of hobbies, and that's (laughs) probably true. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm like I've been like ready for my retirement for uh, I don't know twenty years. I got it all sorted out. I think that's
1: brilliant. Being exactly made entirely I've of hobbies.
0: I'm it's made entirely fun. of like neuroses. <laughs> oh, the hobbies and the neuroses fit around each other inside <laughs> me, <laughs> and a pleasing jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> so, um, one of the things that's been going on on Twitter that I've noticed, and my um, speaking of neuroses, my almost obsessive scanning of Twitter for, um. Coronavirus information. Um, one of the things that's popped up is people saying, "Don't, don't let anybody give you a hard time if you just kind of lay around if you're on lockdown and you're stuck at home, um, and don't you know, don't read all those things about how Shakespeare wrote King Lear while he was on um, plague lockdown because you know you're supposed to be taking care of yourself. <laughs> that's a high but bar. I, <laughs> that's a really high bar, isn't it? Don't think you should be writing one of the greatest plays in the English language." Thought you were going to bake a batch of chocolate chip cookies, <laughs> did you? I know how to make you feel Slacker. bad about that. So, um, but yeah, he did. He wrote like a bunch of plays while he was hiding out from the plague.
1: And plus he didn't die of the plague. Century.
0: And he didn't die of the plague, so there you go. That's, I make mean, like Shakespeare's, bonus. stay home.
1: <laughs> Don't die and make a contribution to and history. An eternal
0: contribution to history, yeah. 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 So um so I thought we should um do a little list. Or well, you we, we both thought we should do a list yeah. of things you should do. You yeah. could do while you're stuck at home, creative things, or things to do with celebrities, our two t- favorite topics. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they are our two favorite topics. So I've kind of um,
1: I've got a few things to talk about and there are a mix of things that I haven't done and would like to do or and also, some things that I would that I have done and would suggest that other people do because I think they're good.
0: Cool, go for gold.
1: The first thing I would do if I was on coronavirus lockdown and didn't have a job that I could do from home or children, I have the, both of those things. But in <laughs> a fantasy world where I don't, I'd learn to knit. I would really do like what? to. I'd learn
0: to knit. Knit, yes. That's yeah. such a good idea. You said that was such incredulity. You learn to what? <laughs> I, I learned to make, make homemade
1: grenades said. that I could throw at my neighbours, Kylie, is what I'd do. Teach me
0: how. And <laughs> um, <laughs> that is actually one of the downsides for me of being stuck home is that my neighbour is also home and she's also completely insane. Oh, so you should but, learn um, to make homemade grenades. Sorry, yeah. Or just sort of like some kind of barrier wall. Right. Anyway, I
1: might Build edit a... that out just in case she lose it. Yeah, so I would learn to knit, which is something yeah. that I think I actually did learn to do when I was a child. My mother is a very, like, handy, crafty person. So she, uh. when I was a kid, she did a lot of cross stitch. Now she quilts a lot. She, like, can sew and knit and all that kind of stuff. And she is not. She is. I have not inherited a single iota of that talent. <laughs> it's from weird how
0: kind of it skips the generation. I think that stuff.
1: You reckon? You think Robbie's yeah. gonna be good
0: at it or Sam? Yeah, she might. She might. She might be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he might be. They might be. Yeah, they, they might, might be, be more into
1: it. Yeah. Um, Sam is quite crafty actually, and he like he's really good at Lego. Like he's five and he can follow the instructions on a Lego book and like build oh, a Lego thing. Maybe awesome. maybe he's got it. I'm pretty sure I couldn't do that when I was
0: five. <laughs> that um, is pretty precocious
1: so I think that you know my child is a bit of a genius <laughs> like that. Um, so I think my mum did teach me the fundamentals of knitting when I was young but it wasn't really my thing and I probably couldn't particularly see the point of it and didn't keep it up at all but now I think that knitting would be a great thing for me to do there's a couple of reasons for this Partly it's because I'm a massive, massive fidgeter. Like, I'm
0: always... Right, so it's perfect. It's yeah, perfect.
1: you know, I'm yeah. always, like, twisting my hair around my finger or, like, mm-hmm. flicking a pen in a really annoying way or, you know... I mean, I'd be
0: I'd be a great smoker. I'm, like, totally
1: <laughs> built for smoking.
0: Because so once you that, get going with knitting, you can just do it without almost yeah. without thinking. Yeah, so, like, like what you a good are, thing yeah, for me yeah, to, like, sit
1: and do while I'm just, you know, whatever, like watching tv or chatting to someone do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um but also because I do like I I do try to lead a sustainable life where I'm trying to lead a more sustainable life and knitwear like good knitwear is ridiculously expensive yeah, and, it know, absolutely is. Yeah, and I mean, especially like for me, if I buy a really nice piece of knitwear, it's like, okay, that's probably going to like, that could last me a decade, you know? But yeah, for my yeah. kids, it's like that will last you half of a season. Right, and I'm still it's paid.
0: Stupidly expensive. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. So I think if I had a stretch of time, and I'm not, I don't know that it would take me a really long time. Like, I feel like if I had sort of a solid week, I could at least get the fundamentals yeah, of it down, right? I reckon you
0: would. Yeah, you you definitely would. Because it's quite, I mean, it's quite straightforward. Yeah. I knit I knit quite a bit and it's Of course you do for my for my anxiety. And I find <laughs> it really, really good for that. Yeah. So, that, so you, just that, have to, you have to focus a
1: little bit, but yeah. I mean I have a little bit of focus. I could commit to that. Do it, mate. Knitting. That's the first thing yeah, I do.
0: That's really I like it. So, um the first thing I would do is 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 um I would learn a song on the ukulele. Because I find, them, I find learning little songs, especially songs from movies, quite relaxing. What song from what movie? <laughs> because you have, to, you have to super focus on it. Do it. It's repetitive and you have to focus on it. And also then at the end you have this kind of quiet, fun product. So lately I've been trying to learn songs from um, <laughs> La La Land. Because yeah. I, am, I am literally that twee. And today... To <laughs> Today, today, I've been practicing City of Stars. That's great, though. But it is, but it is a twee instrument. Yeah, it's I mean, super twee. Great, great but kind it's of also song. like everybody's got one. Like everybody's got access to a ukulele, right? Yeah. Most homes have either a toy one or someone bought one once and thinks thought they were going to learn how to play it and just put it aside. So there's usually a ukulele around, and also there's only four strings. And if you can't handle that, then you probably should just give up musical together. <laughs> just my, buy a bongo. Know, just buy a bongo. Also, but like, also like, drumming is really like, it's great for you. My uncle is a percussionist, and he is the most stress-free human being on the face of the earth. He's so chill because most of his day is just spent. Hitting things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. highly, rec- highly, highly recommend.
1: Yeah, I've got a cousin who's a professional drummer, and um, his parents, his parents
0: were like, hey, that you know, there were a few hard years in there. hope <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure that starting out, it's uh, unpleasant for all those around you.
1: But now he's a professional drummer, and um, he is uh, not currently touring with but was until they got shut down for because of coronavirus touring with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory across the US oh stink. pretty cool eh and I, now he's lying on a beach in Florida like, so I don't feel too
0: sorry for him oh okay okay does he have super cool shoulders as well I think that's another bonus of being a drummer
1: I mean he's he's my baby Hot cousin shoulders. and I feel a bit awkward thinking about him like that oh yeah probably. no sorry
0: yes of course okay <laughs> moving real right along. anyway do you want me to play Hi, some Max, of, I hope some you some of... to my podcast? what's that <laughs> Do you want me to play you some of City of Stars? (laughs) I really, really do. (laughs) This is going to sound so shit now, I bet you a million bucks. Hang on, I've lost my music. I'll just have to do it without. Oh well. Anyway, that's as far as I've got! I was singing along with it before as well, but I'm you're not so getting that from a million. But it. oh my god, that was amazing! <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> that's, so that's a half hour. That's a half hour. It's like
1: that's a half hour. That's I so myself. good. That's so, awesome. so if you were on lockdown for two weeks, imagine how fucking good you'd be. I'd here. be like I just the dropped the a new master.
0: Phone, sorry. No, it doesn't matter. Be- no, the people who listen to this. This podcast do not mind the f bombs. I'm sure. I'm sure they don't.
1: Yeah, if you had, if you were in lockdown for two weeks, you would be like the world's best ukulele player. I'd be the the
0: uke master by the end of it. You'd be the Shakespeare of ukuleles. I'd be like the twiest motherfucker you ever met. Anyway, <laughs> I love you can't be the completely... twiest motherfucker. <laughs> That's me. That's my goal in life. I want to be the twiest. Of them all. I'm going to make sure that's on your headstone. <laughs> she was one twee motherfucker. <laughs> Please do. Please remember that. Like, I just want you to pop up while my family are mourning and just say, by the way, um, sorry to interrupt, but she wanted she was a twee motherfucker <laughs> on your <her> headstone. <laughs> They'll all understand. I'm sure. <laughs> ah, Gold. Okay. Okay. So what else have you got on your list? Because I've got a couple of other things. Yeah, I've got I'm a couple of other things. Excited to share.
1: All right. I would rewatch, and I would encourage anyone who hasn't watched to watch the series, The Good Wife, all of it. Oh, start I'm to so finish. psyched to watch it. The Good Wife is so good. I mean, okay, there's it's it's like the best network TV show, US network TV show. For a long time. I would say The Good Wife and House and The Good Place and Parks and Rec. So two dramas, two comedies. Those are, I like, all the great recent easy. US Network shows. The Good Wife is brilliant. So it stars Juliana Magalese, who's, like, hot AF. So let's get that out of the way straight away. She's just amazing to look at all the time. But she plays this brilliant role where, I mean, the premise of the show is that she's um, she's a woman who trained as a lawyer, but, you know, like a couple of decades ago, or maybe like 15 years ago, gave up her career to support her husband, who was a very ambitious rising politician, played by Chris mm-hmm. Noth. Um, and just before the show starts, he's been involved in a, scandal that includes him cheating on her so uh,
0: she yeah, has yeah, to kind
1: yeah. of like decide if she's gonna stand by him and all that kind of stuff when it came out it was very 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 timely i mean you remember there was that big run of the stuff happening and you know the wives always like standing next to them while the guys go yeah, right. you know i slept with my secretary or whatever oh right was that
0: stupid wiener man in, yes, in america yes anthony yeah. weiner yeah i know that's right. Weiner. weiner wiener, i'm
1: sure he's yeah. both um <laughs> And um, and then the Chris notes's character goes to prison, and so Juliana Margulies' character goes to work for a law firm um, and she's a she's this excellent character who's very flawed and not always totally likable and she can be really selfish and outright vindictive, and she makes some really bad decisions. But you're like right there with her the whole time. It's it's beautifully feminist and also incredibly well scripted and plotted and really gripping. Awesome acting across the board. Josh Charles is in the early seasons. Always nice to have a bit of Josh Charles. Jeffrey Dean Morgan turns up in oh, later seasons. You gotta keep watching for
0: him. him. Um He's like <clears> I think he's in my top five. Oh. Dudes of the whole world. Oh my god! Definitely top five gents um, about town.
1: And he's and he's such a silver fox. Yeah. Like he's, he's so actually, much hotter now than he was. You look at you look at photos of him from like twenty years ago, and it's like you look way better now.
0: He's very very interesting to look
1: at. Um, do you know who else it's is like that? Way. Jonathan and I There's, um started watching a show on Amazon Prime called I Love Dick. You can see why I said. Oh yes, it. yeah. And it no, stars, I've heard about that. It's it's actually it's actually really good. It stars Catherine Hahn, who's great and has needed <laughs> a lead role like that for a long time, but also Kevin Bacon. Talk about silver foxes. Really, that man is like fine wine. <gasps> I love Kevin Bacon.
0: The, Do you not like Kevin, Kevin Bacon? Bacon? No, I love him. Oh good, okay. I love him, but I don't like. I can't. I'm not. I can't quite get to the hotness factor oh really well, yeah. I've al- I've always I kind quite of liked almost Kevin Bacon. met him once I Did almost you? met him once I was almost like one degree of Kevin Bacon <laughs> for like my entire it's friendship amazing. group I would have been like the one degree I almost I was very close to him I've seen him with my actual eyeballs that's, that's <laughs> this is close that's I good. like it I mean, it's good enough I've actually got a photo I'm impressed. as well so I can prove it I can prove that I'm like wow almost one degree <laughs> I'm going to edit
1: That's that so good. whole bit of that horrible
0: name dropping out <laughs> so, <laughs> horrible um, bad name dropping as well it wasn't so, even like good
1: name dropping <laughs> kevin bacon's good name dropping what are you talking about no but it's
0: like i almost met kevin bacon is not good name dropping
1: i was very close to kevin bacon as good enough for me <laughs> so he, kevin bacon's and i love dick he's not in the good way Jeffrey Dean Morgan's in The Good Wife. So is Christine yeah. Baranski, who's just brilliant. She plays, like, the senior partner in um in the law firm that Juliana Magalies goes to work for. And she's, oh, like... Oh, you totally sold me on it. Oh, I'm, it's I'm, so I'm super goes. keen. It's so good. Yes. What's and it on? Is it What's It On Right Now? It, I believe, is on Netflix right now. But I watched it a long time ago through different means. So you might want to check that. The other thing that I would that I would watch is something that I haven't watched and it is the sequel to The Good Wife which is called The Good Fight. So Gillian Magalies isn't in it anymore, but it kind of continues Christine Baranski's character's story. It's on Amazon Prime. I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. But I would if I was in lockdown. Oh, uh, I'm very keen. Very, very keen. What have you got actually
0: next? Actually, actually, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is a link to the thing that I would also do ooh, I like it, which is I would watch the last five seasons of this of Supernatural, which i haven't I haven't watched, not for lack of wanting to just it just got too because it's like twenty two episodes per season, but it, the whole show's finished now, so but that I the would thing like to that's... catch up and he played he played the win like John Winchester the Dad.
1: Uh of the winchester
0: boys and also like that's five seasons of jensen ackles that i have not experienced so i'd like to rectify that
1: and the great thing and and kind of terrible thing depending on what perspective you're coming at it from but for our purposes the great thing about those network shows is that the seasons are so long like 22 23 episodes it's not like your crappy bbc dramas with their six episodes
0: And yet done, over, and that's it, and you're left going, oh, yep. and this may never, ever come yep. back. At least with those American ones, you know. Yeah, like there are only got, like, like 12 eight or nine hours years of The Office in existence yep. or whatever. There are 15, 22-episode seasons of Supernatural. Yep. Like I could reasonably be watching the show for the rest of my life over and over again <laughs> if I wanted to, and sometimes I do. Actually, the thing about that show is that most of it is total dreck and you kind of have to wade through some nonsense. But every now and then there is a gem of an episode that is so great it's up there with, you know, Buffy Hush or Ooh. the 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 puppet episode of Angel. Which are actually okay. two shows I was thinking of also re watching. If we're on lockdown. But yeah. Sometimes there's some real corkers. on So if show.
1: I'm in lockdown, it's worth watching all of Supernatural, even though most of oh, the 15 episodes of 22 <laughs> initial Hours are rubbish.
0: Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'd say all of it. I don't know if I'd say all of it. But, like, okay. I've watched t- 10 seasons of that show, and I feel like I should, for the purposes of being a completist, yeah. just round it up with the last few. Even though I know it'll be basically the same five seasons over in, like... The same season over and over again for five seasons, if you know what I mean. Because yeah. they started, like, consuming themselves at around season nine, I think. Okay. But Jensen, Jensen Ackles is awesome, so
1: and that's so you, what i do. And there's Jeffrey Dean.
0: Martin. Yeah. But he's not actually in – he may pop up. I'm not sure. He must have come back for the final season, but he kind of gone on to different things by – season five like any sane and normal human being would (laughs) but um yeah 15 years of their lives playing the same characters very funny that's that's huge that's huge 15 years yeah it's the the longest it's
1: the longest running genre tv show
0: yeah it's 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 um it's the longest ever running genre tv show continuous genre tv show because i guess um Doctor Who beats it by several years, but um, yeah. Wow, it's pretty mega for nerdy types who like that sort of thing. It's like a, it's a total combo of my favorite things: trash TV, horror, and Jensen Ackles's face. Basically, <laughs> it's a
1: great that's winner, a, winner. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I do I'm feel like my, a little bit of a waste of time, I'm but, you yeah, know, I,
0: I can't, I, I, in all honesty, I couldn't, like, I couldn't, there are, like, five episodes that I would say you must watch, okay. and then I think everything else would be rubbish.
1: But. I reckon by week three of lockdown, I'm watching Supernatural while I knit.
0: <laughs> and then you become, like, a massive fan, and, yeah. 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 That would be so funny. If you just turned into. Like, what are they called? I don't know. What are Supernatural fans called? Oh, I'm not sure. Because it's that there super be... who lock. The super who lock, is that right? Fans? Who yeah, are like Supernatural, Doctor Who, and Sherlock. Yeah. Are they like three top. Yeah, Super who lock. I'm pretty like, sure that's what they call them.
1: Like how Benedict Cumberbatches, Cumberbatches fans are called Cumberbitches.
0: That's right.
1: And <laughs> the and greatest name Jake for John any.
0: Halls are called Jill Hollock. Oh God, that's awful.
1: Oh, that's great. What are you talking
0: about? Do you like it? I think like it's out. Gen- <laughs> oh my God. All right, let's well, move on. Well, speaking of fans, yes. One of the other things that we both agreed that would be fun to do if you were like on lockdown is just like unashamedly right. Some fan fiction.
1: I think that's. I think that's definitely something I do. Honestly, probably before. You, I
0: you're either... total. You're a newbie to fan fiction, right? Yeah, You've never written it before.
1: I've never written it before. I've never written any fan fiction. I have, for the purposes of um, research, started reading a little bit though, so I've had a little bit of a like toe dip into fan <gasps> fiction. Which fandoms? Well, have I've Well, I've gone into in? a few. The one thing for me is that I'm not a big fan of a lot of things that fan fiction is centered around. you know what I mean? So I'm not like a big Doctor Who devotee, or you know, right, I'm sure right. Supernatural has a big fandom. I had a good look at um at some um Stranger Things fan fiction pretty cool i can totally oh. see what people love about it and honestly it, it surprises me to a certain extent that i never did get into it because it seems like a totally me thing to do like get really obsessive about something and then you know
0: so like what kind of fan fiction of have you been about. reading and in... so like, what fan fiction have you been reading in like, what kind of, so sort, just, of I've just so been kind sort of, so there's sort of several kind, types of...
1: Yeah, so that's what I've been trying to do, is kind of educate myself a little bit on what kinds of fanfiction you have. So there's there's kind of roughly, as I can see, to tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm sort of seeing roughly two categories. So you have character fanfiction, which takes characters from movies or TV shows or whatever and writes new stories for them. And you have real person fan fiction, yeah, where you take oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, actors yeah, yeah. that play roles and imagine things for them, but sort of within the
0: context of it, sort of,
1: or maybe not at all. And then there's things that take the characters or the people and do
0: completely different things with them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. those are called AUs. AUs. Alternative, Un- Alternative universes. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. But the character ones, like the idea of taking characters that you really love and imagining new stories for them, or putting them together with other characters that you really love, or whatever,
0: I think yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's super crossovers neat. with other other things. It is fun. Yeah. yeah, it is fun. I know a lot of people, like creators, intensely dislike it. Like, for example, J.K. Rowling like created the whole of Pottermore to kind of Try and corral people away from Why? fan fiction to, I don't know. I don't really know. And then there's people like Anne Rice who's like threatened to sue people for writing fan fiction with her oh, characters. That seems so churlish.
1: It's really bizarre. The reason I think it's churlish is someone like Anne Rice or J.K. Rowling. Not to like it is because it is. It seems like it's a total expression of adoration on the part of the fans, it right? Always writing, it always is. It, You're it's not writing. always You're not going to. The wanna, clues in the name, right. yeah. You're not going to write about something yeah. that you don't care about. People do this because yeah. you, the the creator, the original creator, have created characters that they love so much that's that right. they want to continue with them, even after they yeah, spend more that time with them, for them is to, over.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But then again, by the same token, there are some authors um, who really encourage it and kind of almost participate in it. Yeah. But without actually writing anything. They kind of you know and then there are people who just take the piss out of it a lot. Did you hear about Caitlin Moran? The thing she did in UK. It was quite I I used to love her and then she did this and I was like, this that's terrible. Oh no. Someone who claims to be a feminist. So she got one of the biggest, like, groups of fan fictioneers out there um, are the Sherlock mm-hmm. fans. Like, they're quite... they're quite. I should rapid. have a look
1: at that too, actually, because that's one I'd understand as well.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, so she was... I think she was comparing... I'm not 100% sure how it happened, but I think she was comparing something with Martin Freeman and Benedict Cumberbatch, mm. and she got them to read some fan fiction that she'd just found somewhere on the internet some oh, Sherlock no. fan fiction and they were all like laughing about it and mocking oh. it and yeah they it was it was really dreadful it was a dreadful thing to do oh that's horrible it'd be one thing to do if somebody had gone yeah let them read my work that's yeah. fine but I don't think they asked that person if they wanted those guys to <laughs> read their thing yeah. I would yeah oh that's awful want to die if it was me same. I but, don't like um, that at all. It was a weird thing for her to do. I, don't, I think she hadn't just gotten on to because a lot. I think a lot of that fan fiction kind of environment is 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 it's women writing for other women. You know, it's so it's quite a diverse crowd, but most of the fan fiction writers I know are female and they are writing for other. But and yeah, in lockdown, but also writing on, fan fiction. Yeah, right. I I may I mean I'm probably not, but. I think people should try it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I probably will. I mean, if I'm on lockdown and I'm not working, like, I mean, I want to write something.
0: It's and so kind of
1: fan enjoyable. Fiction, you've, got you a, know, you've a built-in
0: audience, right? Yeah. It's not about, it's not even about the audience. It's also about, like, you get to play in the ready-made sandbox. It's actually mm. quite, it's almost like, it's almost like the literary equivalent of colouring in books. Do you know what I mean? Oh, God, I'm probably going to get killed. Like, I'll probably get, my house will get firebombed for saying that. (laughs) But it is kind of, it's like, it's like, you know, you've got your parameters are all set. Your characters, you don't have to, like, actually create them because you have already sharing, like, a lot of, an understanding with the people who are reading it already right. know who you're talking about. Yeah, you know, you're absolutely. Really, you're only working with sketches. Yeah. And you can also get to play with that too, which is one of the things I always like. Anyway, this is probably a whole... We should probably do a whole...
1: Episode on fan fiction.
0: Episode on fan fiction, because I do love
1: it. Yeah, let's do that down the line.
0: As much as I hate it.
1: <laughs> I'm really keen to do that. I'm keen so, to, like, yeah. yeah. I'm definitely keen to do a whole episode. That would be fun.
0: So if you were going to write
1: some fan fiction...
0: Yeah. What would you write?
1: I don't know. That's a good question.
0: Do you know what one of my most awkward fanfiction facts is? What? That I once wrote fanfiction about someone in a band who has now become my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Did that, do they know? Fuck no. Although they might now because I know he definitely listens to, How many has to, to, to an again? episode or two of them. Has listened to this podcast in the past, but was anyway, the fanfic sorry.
1: complimentary
0: of him, always was it very yes. complimentary He was a, he of was a, he was a side character in a oh. much more embarrassing. But oh God, anyway, moving right along. So, so cool. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure what
1: I would write about, but let's come. Let's put a pen in it and come back to it. What would
0: you write about though? Well, I'm I'm definitely working on my Jeremy Wells fan fiction. Jeremy Wells, hello, yeah. Yeah, I'm here for that. Private, investiga- private investigator. He's wearing the glasses, it's, right? It's kind of set in a kind of 1940s noir style Auckland. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> I'm totally not writing that. I'm totally not writing Please that. Please write that. But part of me really, really wants to. Imagine if I wrote it and Jeremy Wells read it out on. Oh,
1: imagine! No. I can't, like, there's no... I I'd probably
0: can... just have to go and live in a shack in the woods. After no, that, what that are you we talking went. about? i would i would coast on that anyway he's never, oh my god he's not gonna do that and i'm not gonna do that anyway so you were saying did i let you finish about what you were gonna write about no i said i wasn't sure but yeah. that
1: let's put a pin in it and come back to it in our fan fiction episode oh,
0: i think i know what fan fiction you should write what would i write you should write call me by your name like 30 years down the track fan fiction
1: oh my god they actually, should, I do know. I mean, that'll
0: probably already exist.
1: There's, mean, there's, there's a massive, there. yeah, I do know just from other things. Oh, why haven't I read any? Why didn't I go to that? I don't know. Oh, my God, yeah. When we come back, I will have read loads of Call Me By Your Name fanfiction. Because <laughs> um, there is a you big, there is a very active Call Me By Your Name fanfic community.
0: I don't Why notice. am I not surprised? I'm not yeah, a, even not vaguely, not even not slightly surprised.
1: I be- the, how do you want to put like a a ballpark estimate on how many like stories about Army Hammer and Timothy Chalamet having some kind of raunchy offset relationship
0: there are? I'm actually going to have a look on A O three at the number because A O three is the archive of archive of our own. it's, yeah. it's the the main repository of like, fan fiction. Yeah. The most popular one, I, I would say. And there are... Ooh, there's actually not as many as I was expecting. 1,274 <laughs> stories based on that... Oh, call me by your name.
1: That, oh I mean, that sounds like quite a lot to me, but is that not now a lot compared let, to...
0: That's not a lot compared to some. Okay. There, oh, we got a bit of... Stories involving Timothy Chalamet and Army Hammer, there are 1,302 so, for example, let me just go, hang on a minute, let me just find, so, my last fandom, <laughs> in the last fandom that I participated in, there are 57,523 oh, okay. stories <laughs> All right. for Got, the couple okay. that I okay. used to write. <laughs> gotcha. That's funny. Okay. And I'm not going to tell you who they are, so...
1: All right, thing. we'll now, come back
0: it. to it. It's a rich topic. It is. I we'll could talk revisit. about it for ages. I wasted a lot of my life on it, so... <laughs> won't
1: be wasted when you do a podcast episode on it. Oh,
0: it Sure won't. Where are we at? Well, read an old classic is on my list. Okay, next. which one? But, I, you know, I already know that I'm not going to do that. Like, I intend to do it. I own the book. It's there, but I already know that for some reason... I'm just not going to do it. I'm probably more likely to reread Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay or something like that.
1: What old classic? Is there a specific old classic? Old classic? Yeah, I
0: put my... I put, <laughs> Is there a specific put, classic novel or book? Yeah, I, I put Moby Dick because... Oh, yeah. I feel like, you know, it's one of those ones you so, just feel like you should, but I am just know I'm never going to do it.
1: I have a thing now... Where because I so I studied English at university, and then for quite a long time I did um, freelance book reviewing, which Mm -hmm. means that I have been forced to read so many books that I would never choose to read myself, and have like forced myself to to read to to finish things that I was really not engaging with. So now I just have a rule where I'm like, I don't care who says it's good or what history says about it or anything. If I'm not enjoying it, it's gone. And I'm quite unashamed about it. So I think, I mean, I've tried to read a lot of classic novels and just been like, ditch. There are some classic novels that I really love. And I would say to anyone who's never read a Russian novel, because they are quite hard work but if you've never read a Russian novel, Lockdown would be a great time to read something like Crime and Punishment, which is which is a, an a absolutely amazing book, or Anna Karenina. I mean, you need to be, like, not sick with coronavirus because neither of them is a book that's going to make you feel good about your life. But if you're healthy and happy, you can just <laughs> to have a bit of time sitting in your lounge. Both of those. I mean, if you've never read a Bronte, like, do yourself a favor
0: and go read Wuthering Heights. Um, oh, my God. If you haven't read Wuthering Heights, you really... Like it, no, it just, it, I know those books seem like they're going to be a drag. That's the thing. But just get stuck into them. Jane Eyre is. Oh, yeah. And magnificent.
1: Jane oh, and if you read Jane Eyre, then go and read something that's almost kind of like fanfic and read, but after you read Jane, yeah, Jane Eyre, why it's like SOC.
0: Right, yeah. Absolutely. Another incredible book. And that does something really beautiful. And one of the things I love about that happens sometimes with good fanfiction it takes a character and tells you their story in a different way so you see the whole the original text in a whole new way it's so fantastic have you ever read those
1: are, any... those
0: are two books to read you well, yes yeah. yes definitely, yes,
1: definitely. Yeah. have you ever read any jeffrey maguire he wrote wicked the book that the
0: musical is based on no no uh, yes write... sorry no i have read wicked i have i have yeah. read wicked that's the yeah. only one i read yeah if
1: you like well he's written a number of other books like that so they do the same thing they take uh, an evil character or a side character from usually a fairy tale or you know a similar right. kind of thing and gives them a backstory and writes them sympathetically and he's just really really right. good at it. It's a, like a weird kind of canon, but um they're all really awesome. So yeah, like, I did enjoy. White I Pegasus did enjoy series, Wicked.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did yeah. enjoy Wicked for that. It's so a bit like uh, what d- Disney did with Maleficent. Yeah, yeah, it is. Right. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. and also actually another um alan moore did that with lost girls oh yeah i don't know that graphic novel Mm -hmm. it's yeah it's kind of like an adult graphic novel based on peter pan alice in wonderland and um that one what's her name wizard of oz wizard of oz yeah with the oh, three, yeah. the three fem- female leads from that cool. kind telling their adult story. It's quite full on, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's pretty good. Lost Girls, it's cool. Nice. Yeah.
1: I'm going to look that up. While so, I'm yes. So, do. yeah, I think all And also classic really great novels.
0: artwork.
1: Like, I'm not going to do what you do and force myself through a classic novel just because I think I should read it, but it might be a good time to reread a classic novel because they are hard work and they often are very long as well. So lockdown is probably like a good time to sit down and reread something like Wuthering Heights that I haven't read in years and years and years, even though I really love it because it's hard work and it's long. I mean hard work. Yeah. When I say hard work it's like you know, obviously these books are written in a very different style. The language yeah, so the, is, la- the language is a lot yeah, yeah, difficult to get through. Yeah.
0: But, but yeah. So like for example I'm like slogging through um I'm slogging through the collected works so, of HP Lovecraft at the moment. Oh yeah. Yeah. And and like I sometimes I love the stuff, but then other times I'm like, oh why were you he was so he always deliberately trying to write like a Victorian even though he was from you know in the twenties and thirties yeah. and it's tedious. Mm. I'm not sure why he's as
1: I haven't read a lot of Lovecraft. As... I think only at You NBC. don't need
0: you really, really don't need to. You really okay. Really
1: don't. No, Just there's... read
0: Poe instead.
1: Yes, oh, love Poe.
0: Yeah, me, me too. Maybe not a good, n- not a good. World no, not now. Pandemic. Not not right now. <laughs> Probably not. No, Save I mean, your Poe. Even like, even like, Lovecraft is not a great idea right yeah. now either. Just like, yeah, doomsday stuff going on. Anyway, so what's next? What else have you got? Oh,
1: I've got one other thing, and I'll make it quick because we've we've been talking for a while. The other thing that I'm going to do if I'm in lockdown and have no job and no kids is – in preparation for the French Dispatch, which is probably the most exciting thing that will happen to me all year, I'm going to if rewatch it gets released, though. If all it gets released. of Wes Anderson's movies. Oh yeah, if it gets released. Oh no, coronavirus. So thanks to coronavirus, I can rewatch all of, Reza- of Wes Anderson's movies, but then I can't see his new one. But but would
0: it? Maybe he'll maybe he'll do what he did with um. Maybe it'll go straight to. Netflix maybe it'll go straight to
1: a streaming service. Maybe.
0: Oh, fingers crossed. Or they might just hold it because I mean, need... it'll do well on a streaming service, right? It's it would. Like, it's going to be fine, yeah. But that movie's
1: in the can, right? So they only it's they only just need to wait until they can market it in Asia, basically. I mean, it's it's shot, it's done. So it's not like it's got production delays. It's just it, yeah. it would only be it's it's actual like you know it's actual launch date its actual role. I really like that below. idea
0: of what watching all his stuff though. Yeah. But then what yeah. order we do should you watch do a, them We should do a, we should do a Wes Anderson.
1: We'll definitely do a Wes Anderson episode before the French dispatch out. I think dispatch
0: chronological. I think chronological. You do think yeah. chronological? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because then you also get to see his evolution. Yeah. His, his ideas evolving and I, I almost like, I feel like French, French dispatch looks like the absolute distillation of everything. That he's sort of about just based on the trailer, it's like this. It looks like the stagiest one. Uh, it, it
1: is. It is like it does seem from the trailer to be the most Wes Anderson Wes Anderson film yeah. ever yeah. made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
0: like if somebody said these are all the things you have to have in a Wes Anderson film, they're all in that trailer.
1: Yeah, definitely every single thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, every
1: single thing. And um, Timothy Chalamet's here.
0: And t- Timmy's hair is on point. Go it's
1: through and freeze on frame point. on Timmy's hair. You'll thank yourself. It's
0: good. <laughs> okay, so I've got I've got one last thing. I've got one last thing. As At well. me. So if you're getting stressed out, this is what I reckon you should do: power clean your entire house, like every little thing. I'm talking about scrubbing those skirting boards, and you know, lifting things up. Pulling things away from the wall, get in behind there and do it all while you're listening to an audiobook read by a celebrity. Because there are some absolute primo idea. ones out there. There that's are some primary. Such a good ones. idea. Okay, so listen to this list, alright? How yes. about this? The Odyssey, read by Ian McKellen. What that's that's a thing that exists. Oh my gosh. Okay, this gets better, this gets better, this gets better. The Adventures of Thomas Sawyer, read by Nick Offerman. <laughs> that is a thing that's that exists. That's the thing this I've seen in all my life. Right now, exactly. It gets better. This is just I'm just starting out here. A Rage in Har- Harlem, read by Samuel L. Jackson. Oh yeah. That's yes. almost to like two yeah. on the nose to yeah. real. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Nora Ephron's Heartburn. Meryl yeah. Streep. Oh, yeah, she Amazing. was in the movie too. Perfect, perfect. *Handmaid's Tale* by Claire Danes. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't know what I she'd totally be like. Said. I'd have to listen to it. I can totally. Um, say it. *Alice's Adventures in Wonderland*, read by Scarlett Johansson. Oh, that's a weird one. I love because I, I love her voice. I wonder if she she's did it, an, she's like, a for her kid or something.
1: she's got a great voice. I mean, in her, yeah. you know, like yeah, yeah, she's yeah. got she's got a brilliant voice. I, I think it's. Partly just because I think of Alice in Wonderland as being so English.
0: Yeah, true. But maybe right. because the, the yeah. Anyway, um Ready Player One, mm. which is a terrible book and an even worse film, but still. But read by Will Wheaton, which I think is adorable. Yes.
1: Oh I love Will Wheaton. We oh, should so just do a stand by me
0: episode. I would love to do that. Okay. Um keep going. Lincoln and the Bardo. Okay, yeah. now I've got this book and I haven't read it, and it might be like a book I read during that, my.
1: That's that George Saunders book that won the Booker Prize? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. I, I started read it reading it, and then I thought this is going to make me too sad, so I'll just put it aside for a while. Okay, so that's read by 166 people, different huh. people. Okay. Including Nick Offerman, yes, David Sedaris, yes. Julianne Moore, Ben Stiller, Susan Sarandon, Bill Hader... And Don Cheadle. Oh my God,
1: who just like crawled into my brain and pulled all those people out?
0: It's amazing. It's amazing. That's but right. the last one, I think I'll leave because I think you already know about this one, and we've talked about it before. Yeah. What's What's the one What's one that you would probably make you power clean cleaner than you have ever cleaned before in your life?
1: Call <laughs> me by your name, read by Army Hammer.
0: That's the one.
1: <laughs> would it make me power Can clean? Can you even believe? Like
0: Melt I mean, into a puddle that someone else needs exactly, to clean up. I think exactly. that probably. I think that. But, but um, yeah, his voice is very.
1: Oh my very,
0: god. Very good. It's very good.
1: I'm thinking about Army Hammer reading some of the lines in that book. Right. I'm exactly, literally fanning right. myself
0: right now. So I I got it's it. Very I, got, hot I, got, I got it a wee while ago, and when I was doing my like big walks and stuff, and it used to power me up. Why know you are at a hill? <laughs> like, there was a lot of energy in my walk listening to that. A lot of power. He has got a good voice. And that's it. So I think, you know, I think we've given people a lot of options. Yeah, be- tons. A lot of options. Tons. Enjoy your you lockdown, people. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to actually probably be the most enjoyable, fulfilling two weeks of your life. I'm so excited for this lockdown, <laughs> so yeah,
1: be safe, wash your hands yeah, and wash your hands listen hands. to army Hammer yeah. that's what we, that's what you need to make everyone wash their hands
0: is just army Hammer doing loads of hand
1: washing pSAs
0: yeah I, I actually I'm surprised he hasn't done one yet. he he seems like someone who'd be up for the he does cheesy p s a he does.
1: Why don't we have a release date for Rebecca at Netflix? I know the Netflix top brass listen to this podcast. Oh yeah.
0: Well we're oh actually have you read Rebecca? That's another one you could have
1: put in I have read Rebecca a couple of times, but I'll reread it before I'll reread it on lockdown before the movie comes out, which it's
0: going to do eventually. We just need to wrap it up and say, folks, that we were doing a weird recording thing with this, this week, so Hopefully it's worked out. But um I'm Kylie Klein Nixon. I'm Emily Brooks. And this has been Off Script. Bye. Bye.